What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Gonna Lie. I'm your host, Jonathan Terry, and we've got a great show for you today. Hayden comes on the podcast. We recap everything that happened in week one, and we also talk a little bit in NBA news. So let's jump right into it. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Gonna Lie. Sorry we missed last week. We had a weird, oh boy. weird little audio malfunction. I don't think about it. it it's, it's disappointing for all of us because we really had a fun show for you. Sad you guys didn't get to hear it, but it's one of those that's just lost to history. But but we're back this week. Hayden's here. Yeah, I am. We're both in a chair, uh, relaxing. I'm, I'm really relaxed. Yeah, he's in a nice little circular comfy chair. Uh, but we're ready to talk a little sports. So we're going to hit the NFL. We're going to talk about what happened there this past weekend. And then towards the end of, the, of this show, since you know NBA season is coming up, we're going to hit a little NBA Under news. Under a week. Maybe talk a little bit. Yeah, preseason is live in under a week. Super exciting stuff. Speaking of super exciting stuff, there's Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Well, oh, thanks. I, I had it all built up, but I, you kind of yeah, stole my, yeah, yeah. I, stole I, my, my intro. My goal there. was just to steal your thunder. Yeah, well, it worked. So, anyways, Gardner Minshew had a, another good game last night, twentieth or Thursday night, 20th, 30, 204 yards, two touchdowns. In case you're wondering, his season stats are now 692 yards, five touchdowns, and a pick. You really called it, John. I really did. You really did. I mean, it wasn't really much more than. I remember when you were excited that he got named as the backup in Jacksonville. Well, the you re- were excited at that point. The reason why I was excited was because I'd seen Luke Folk bounce around from team to team, and I was glad that Gardner because they were both six round picks. But I'm glad Gardner Minshew had solidified himself, right. uh, you know, as a backup. If, right. if anything, I well now he's a superstar. Yeah, he's a he's, uh, a, he's a, a cult personality at this point. Yeah, he's he's an absolute legend in the NFL community and the Jorts community too. And the Jorts, he's doing a lot for Jorts. He's right up there. He might be top five best Jorts wearer of all time, already. Wow. Because I mean, think about it. You've got Pat McAfee, who's obviously right up there. Yeah, what's that guy that does the exercise videos? That guy wears shorts. What? Uh, you know I what I'm talking know. about? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. But no, I mean, because think about it. You have to have strong quads. Like quads really make or break yeah, yeah, the jorts. Yeah. You can't you, you like calves do not matter. It's all about the quad. Yeah, and and he's got the good quads, uh, for sure. Richard Simmons, that guy wore jorts. Interesting, Richard Simmons. Yeah. Not not really not really sure about who that is. It's but, the guy from like the he's got like a little afro and does like the come on guys. Oh okay. I mean no. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a lot of, we'll of watch, that. We'll watch some Richard. Anyways, Simmons we'll, we'll check it out. Yeah, we'll post something. Leonard on, Fournette on Twitter is trash. He he would have had negative yards <laughs> if it wasn't out for a like a yarder. yeah some sixty yard rush at the end of the game. Derrick Henry to didn't do it. much better though. Yeah, he had a touchdown, but seventeen for forty four. Oof. Yeah, but I he's mean, a great fantasy star every week because he gets a touchdown every week. That's true. But here's the thing: coming off of week one, the Titans were talked about as being you know a, a semi dangerous team, potentially a playoff contender after they knocked off the Browns. Yeah. But I, then, was, I wasn't buying it. But then they lost yeah. to the Colts, and then they lost to the, to the to the Jags, and now Gardner they're sitting at one and two, sitting out yeah with Gardner yeah. Minshew. DJ Chark looks good in Jacksonville. I picked him up in fantasy. Yeah, I should have. I he, think he's had a touchdown every week. I think there's a lot of value at his position because yeah. it seems like I mean even before Minshew went down. Although what Chark, hap- what's happening to D.D. Westbrook? Chark was Nick Foles' favorite target. Yeah, no, I I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if we can find one. D.D. Westbrook had five actually. D.D. Westbrook had Five for nine targets. He's getting targeted a lot. He's just not catching balls. Shoot. D.J. Chark had a 19-yard or a 37-yarder. Yeah. Okay. 
I think Chark's kind of a big play guy. I would I would say I think there's value there for Chark at this point. So if he's still available, I don't see why yeah, you don't negative. pick him up. You really have to get to him. Now's the time to trade for Fournette too. Yeah. I think I mean he's can, still he's gonna be a horse all you, season. You can buy yeah, you can buy low on Fournette because I don't even know who they have who they even have on the bench. I mean their next leading rusher is Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Minshew. And then D D Westbrook. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's a really good point. If you can get Fournette for some good value. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, I mean, I I made a trade earlier this past uh, week. I made a bad speaking trade. of speaking of buying low. Oh man, that was a good trade. I was offered Matt Breida for for Joe Mixon. I don't know about that one. And like, I took it. I took it instantly. No, you didn't. You you asked me first. Well, I mean, within 30 <laughs> seconds of it yeah, being offered, yeah, 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 yeah. it was more of like. Well, and it, then the guy that the guy that traded you uh, texted me and said, "Oh, I just messed up." <laughs> yeah. No. I was so, like, "Yeah, I think you did." And he had me worried for a little bit, but fourth quarter he had a good game. Yeah, he, he came fine. back, and and so now he's. Hopefully, I mean, I'm sure it'll turn out to be a steal. Oh I mean, yeah, as far as ADP, oh, yeah. it's because Brita's steal, in a Brita's in a muddled backfield. Yeah. I wouldn't if you have Brita, ship him now. Sell high. Yeah, sell high. Which is speaking what of, you did. Speaking of sell high, uh, I mean, you guys obviously missed it because the episode wasn't able to be released due to an audio no, problem. It wasn't. But we were saying sell high on Lamar Jackson. We were, and we were right. Because facing the Chiefs, he he got pretty shut down. He I was shut down pretty. I still think you can sell high Lamar. Maybe I mean yeah, you can maybe make the excuse, but he had some. He had two lucky like back foot lollipop throws that somehow lollipop got completions. Uh, he was twenty two of forty three for two seventy six. Okay, you take away sixty yards. Yeah, that's two hundred yards less than fifty percent completion yeah. percentage. That's not. This is the Lamar Jackson that we'd seen. Uh, I mean, obviously he wasn't throwing at this volume. You know what I think happened, John? Running. I think all Lamar's hype just was transferred to Daniel Jones. Really? I think Daniel Jones just ate Lamar's hype, and because he had like a ton of fantasy points last week. Did you yeah. see him? I, d- I mean, I but, mean, a rushing touchdown helps. But, yeah, but I mean, it is against the Bucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but he, was, he didn't even have Saquon for part of the game. That's true. Uh, yeah, for most of the comeback, that's a hu- we'll he talk was, about that one a bit. Without. You're talking about Luke Falk, though. Luke Falk. Speak of the man. I mean, he had a bad game. I, I, I mean, he's playing against the Patriots, who's yeah, arguably the best defense his, in the league. His first start, I mean, you really can't expect much. What's crazy is this Patriots team is so decimated at receiver. Obviously, they have no Gronk. Edelman's hurt. AB's gone. Their what's the um, uh, Nikhil Harry got hurt. Yeah, they're running with basically just Josh Gordon and Philip Dorsett at this point. Yeah, but. Oh, and I mean, okay, hang on, let's look. It used, to, but the Jul- thing is, people used to Julian Julian Edelman. I mean, look, you you say decimated in a sense, like I get what you're saying. Like, yes, they've lost a lot of pieces. Yeah, but you have to remember when they had AB, everyone was talking about arguably the best receiver core. Yeah, like in the league. Yeah, and they, but but now they only have one of those left, and it's Josh Gordon. Well, Angel, well, Edelman's I mean, hurt. We don't know how long. I mean, yes, he's out for a few weeks, but the Patriots. I mean, he didn't even play the whole game. They they live off of off of finding guys. But that, what's crazy is people like there was a point at which people were saying that Tom Brady was getting carried by by Gronk and Edelman and like having a solid consistent offense and Brady's carrying this offense now. Yeah. Well, I mean Michelle Michelle's doing okay. He had a terrible game. Nine carries for eleven yards. Like Rex Burkhead was the leading runner rushing it rusher for New England. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're gonna get a lot more value like. Out of Philip Dorsett. I mean, we saw him in week one. He's good. He had two touchdown catches, like 92 yards or something like that. And Josh Gordon showed he can still make big plays, obviously. Yeah, he can. Uh, I mean, and you also have two rookies, Jacoby Myers and uh, Gunnar Olt. I don't know how to say his last name. Gunnar O. He had he had a couple snaps. Uh, both of those guys are actually undrafted wide receivers who made the team. Uh, that's, there's something to look out there for as well because you know how much 
Bill Belichick loves his undrafted white receivers, and that's what Gunner O is exactly. Absolutely. But the the Patriots haven't actually allowed an offensive touchdown since the AFC Championship game. They've shut out they've shut out teams in the first half for like what like twelve straight games they, or eight straight games. The only reason the Jets scored was off a punt return touchdown and an interception touchdown thrown by Jarrett Stidham. And those were both second half points. Yeah. So they, they shut out the Chiefs in that stretch in the first half. They, nobody can score in the first half against the Pats. Really, they're the best defense in the league. But it doesn't help that they were playing against Luke Folk, who had a QBR of 7.7 and a passer rating of 47.2. You just got to unleash him. Le'Veon, 18 for 35. That's disgusting. No, think about it. Think about it. Okay. So I mean, it, yes, they're stacking the box, of course, but like. Yeah, I'm just you gotta let Luke Folk go. I mean, he's played in a Mike Leach air raid offense. Do you really want to let Luke Folk go though? I think it's better than this. Yeah, this is Look, bad. I mean, I'd rather him throw He he threw four more passes than Le'Veon rushed. I, I look and I, Le'Veon was averaging one point nine yeah, yards per I would carry. rather have Luke Folk throw a deep interception than three and out after three and out after three and out. Like yeah. that does nobody in the Yeah, good. Luke Folk's averaging four and a half yards per attempt. That's which is ridiculous <laughs> like that makes no sense i don't know this jets team is just decimated in so many ways i mean because you still have a big play threat in in robbie anderson jameson crowder's a solid receiver he's a, a good go-to guy you're not getting sam darnold for another six weeks so why not unhook the chains on on luke falk and let him throw i mean i don't sam darnold needs to get his act together all right let's talk about other know, terrible teams in this league really quick dolphins cowboys um, Dolphins look good for a half. Dolphins look good for it's ten to six at halftime. Yeah, it was ten. Their defense, well, Cowboys offense just looked bad for a half. Dak, Dak took a while to get it together, but Zeke. I mean, the Cowboys ran all over him. Zeke ran for one twenty-five. Tony Pollard ran for a career high one hundred three and a touchdown. Tony Pollard looks good. Like this Dolphins team's sad to watch, I but this Cowboys team fun to watch. I mean, kinda, a little bit. Oh, oh, I didn't even see. Ryan Fitzpatrick got in on the action for two game, two two passing plays. Two two for two, 29 yards. That's uh, a pass rating of uh, 118.8. And a 99.9 QBR. Can't get much better than that. Can't get much better than that. Average yeah. of 14.5 yards per attempt. Hmm. Uh, he's going to take over eventually. Like I mean, he's going to he take just, back they over. Just gave, yeah. No, but they just gave it to Josh Rosen. Like, I don't think. I mean, I don't like Josh Rosen at all. And I feel like part of that is just because of the offense that he's put in and the the teams that he's been forced to play. Like, it's insane. The right. first five weeks, it doesn't get any easier either because no, they have to go doesn't. play the Chargers next week. Like, literally, they're facing Their some schedule's of... schedule's terrible They're for facing some of the most potent offenses in the beginning right here. Because right here, first three games, Ravens, Patriots, Cowboys, those are top ten offenses right now. Yeah. And then you go Chargers, but they do get a break the week after playing the Redskins. But Case Keenum's been known to lit up. Like, you get him on the right situation. He threw 360 against the Eagles. Yeah. Case Keenum looks good. They really, they really, it's just, I mean, first off, they suck. Like, let's just get that out of the way right now. Yes, absolutely. But these first few games aren't, uh, I don't think they're a telltale sign of. Yeah, and, and obviously it's going to be tough to get team. going against those three offenses. I mean, defenses too. Like, mm-hmm. Dallas defense is not giving up a lot this season. Anyway, let's move on. Bills, Bengals. I got really excited about that one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I really I don't love know these Buffalo Bills. Three and zero. Okay, who's the worst three and zero team? I don't think it's the Bills. Who's John? the worst three and zero team? Let it's me, the Niners, John. Let me give this a peek. I I would. Your options are initially I would Chiefs, say Chiefs, Rams, Pats, 
Cowboys. Lions. Lions are 3 0. 2 2 0 oh, 1. That's not 3 0, oh, John. That's not 3 0. Oh, okay. No. But they're undefeated. So basically, I just, and Green Bay. So I just listed you those ones, and then it's between Buffalo and San Francisco. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you have to go. You have How to go are the San Lions Fr- undefeated? What you have to go heck? San Francisco, I think. I think so. I, th- I think they're a pretender. You play you play the Bucks, who. Well, technically, they'd be two and one if it wasn't for, for uh, uh, you know, a miss. Yeah. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Last second miss by their kicker. You okay? So two teams they played haven't won a game. Steelers and Bengals are both zero and three. Right. Bucks are one and two. I mean, the value of the wins aren't that good. I would say the Bills. The Bills' value of wins aren't good either. It's Jets, Giants, Bengals. I mean, the Jets team. Okay, Jets week one. Yeah, they like came when back. They had everyone healthy. Yeah, like that's a that good, was a good. That's win. a good win. Giants and Bengals, probably not. I mean, Bengals well, isn't bad. Bengals have looked okay. I mean, they pushed Seattle week one. Yeah, but I think that and they they were close with the Bills. They brought it almost all the way back. Yeah, I mean, I mean this, they got destroyed by the Niners. I guess is that indicative of anything that the Niners destroyed them and the Bills? Didn't? I don't know. Is there some transitive property situation no, going on game, here? It's a game flow thing. Andy Dalton pa- passing yard top. Top five in passing. He keeps. Still? I think he keeps sliding. He's he sliding, threw, but I think he he's top five. Two, he threw two fifty here. That's enough to keep you up in there. this. Okay, let me let me check. But yeah, I don't. I mean, the 49ers haven't beaten anybody. Neither have the Bills. Obviously, this next no. week, the Bills are going to go play the Patriots. So that's going to be a big a big moment for them to kind of figure out what they're really well they're capable lose. of. They're and lose. then the Browns play the 49ers, which that's still nothing. I mean, I don't, they're decent, but. I don't, how I don't quality know. is that win? Then they play the Rams, which that'll be something. That'll be interesting to watch, especially if both teams go 4-0. Could be interesting. Battle for top of the division. Yeah. All right, let's keep this train rolling. Let's talk about my Colts. Your Colts? Jacoby Brissett, they, what a game. they let him loose. That's a fun game. I mean, look, here's the thing. I I think we if we had not taken the foot off the pedal, taken our foot off the pedal, we would have won by more. It doesn't matter. I mean, I know it doesn't matter, but it was still a close game. But I will say having a they running game, conservative, yeah. having a running game to rely on is yeah, something, been great. something that I'm not used to because that's why we would lose so many games is because we play conservative, right. but we give it to Frank Gore who rushed for two yards of carry. And then all of a sudden it was third and well, six and we had to throw the ball and we couldn't complete it because they were all expecting pass and we just kept turning the ball over. But Jacoby Brissett is the real story. Tell me how Frank Gore no is now rocking five and a half yards per carry. Better offensive line. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the Colts offensive line's trash. Marlon Mack's doing good behind it, though. Well, I mean, now they're better. It's better. Quentin Nelson is a, I mean. Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly. A life-changing uh, player. He's the other guy. The right tackle. Wouldn't Wouldn't Andrew Luck love to be behind this line? Obviously not. <laughs> well, if he started his career behind this line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jacoby well, no Brissett no has question. such a set. I'll, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Jacoby Brissett, stepping into this situation, is almost identical to Dak Prescott in the way he started his career. I'm not saying that just because they're two black quarterbacks that are that have a nice arm and run well on the ground. I'm saying that because he's built with a good defense and a loaded offense. The line's not quite as good as Dak came into, mm-hmm. and the running back's not as good, but the defense is better than Dak came into. And both of them were given the scenario in which they can start, they can start out their career. I mean, he got more experience than Dak, obviously. You know, Brissett's got a little bit of experience under his belt, but it's almost as if he's starting fresh. I would say so. Having a year under his belt to to learn the offense, you know, under Frank yeah. Reich, and gain gain chemistry with his teammates, which he's obviously done. He's basically given everything he needs to succeed, yeah. but he's earned it. Okay, because Dak Prescott came into a situation where he had Zeke, 
He had that offensive line. He had that defense. And, and he got a lot of excuses. Made. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett's first year on the Colts was not like that. We had a rookie, Marlon Mack, who we no, didn't know yeah. was good. We had a terrible offensive line. We had T.Y. Hilton, and that was about it from receivers. Our defense was next to worst in the league. Right. But I'm. But if you if you think about Brissett's career starting now, because it's kind of starting over. He's getting a it fresh is. start. I it mean, is. he just got a new contract. Like 15 mil a year. The difference is he's had a lot of experience that Dak didn't have. But it's, I mean, it's, I really like Brissett and I think he's going to be very successful this year. Well, and, and the element that he brings that Andrew Luck didn't bring uh, to the team is that Jacoby Brissett is a much safer player. Yeah. Right. So obviously it's, it's, he's more low durable. risk, low risk, low reward plays, but he's completing the ball 76% of the time. Uh huh. And that, that's thrown, why it's like Dak. And he's thrown one interception. That because, was remember how Dak started his career like yeah. no interceptions for like eight yeah, games. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't take a lot of chances. I mean, even when he, he could, started, though. even when he started before, uh, uh, in twenty seventeen, he only had seven picks in the fifteen games he started. Right, right. So that's a, that's a really high value considering what you're what you're getting, right. and, and it's, it's cheap. It's not like it's not like we're not taking shots, right? We've had a lot of big play opportunities. Uh, some of them we've actually gotten defensive pass interference calls on, so it's moved us up. Yeah, but he doesn't get yards. yards yeah. He doesn't get the yards. But I mean, I think this is a sign of good things to come. Obviously, Marlon Mack is, you know, who he is. We know he's got talent as a runner. We've got Naheem Hines as a pass catcher, also in the backfield. Tua Hilton's a big concern, though. I mean, I was telling you today he's been on, he's been on, or he's been questionable every week of, of his career, career since like <laughs> he came into the league. So yeah. I don't know what's going on with that quad. But he played hurt last year, uh, so we'll see. Interesting to see what happens there. Let's keep it rolling. Moving on, we got the Packers and the Broncos. The Packers are three and zero. Three and zero, looking good. I mean, obviously beating the Broncos twenty seven sixteen isn't as the high Broncos. value of a win, but they did beat the Packers on the road, or they did beat the Bears on the road, and they beat the Vikings. So they're two zero in their division, three zero overall. Looks good, and the defense is fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that, that's the strength of this team. Besides Aaron Rodgers, this offense is not not as loaded as it may seem. I mean. Aaron Jones had a good couple of weeks, but the line's not there. Receiving, receiving wise, like Devontae Adams is phenomenal, and, and Valdez Gantling is producing. But I think Aaron Rodgers, we talk about this all the time. But I think Aaron Rodgers improves the value of his receivers immensely. Well, yeah, any 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 talented quarterback in the NFL, if they have enough ability, playmaking ability, they make everyone else better right. around them, right. and that's kind of what everyone really wants out of a quarterback. Because when you get that, it's a lot easier to build your team. You have to focus on the basic things, like an offensive line which the Packers really haven't yet. No. I mean, we'll see if it comes back to bite them. They're going to play, obviously, some tougher teams as we as we roll in further. They've got the Eagles, Cowboys, Lions uh, over the next three weeks. Which All those teams are above five. Oh, no, the Eagles are not. Yeah, but the Eagles. But they should be. It's. I mean, it's still going to be a tough game because it's Eagles. Obviously, right. like, they're, they're a very talented team. Here's, here's the big one, though. The one that everyone was saying was the game of the week by far. No question about it. Uh, the Ravens and Chiefs, and Lamar Jackson was eh. not disappointing, but he was eh. He was eh. That's that's it. I mean, he wasn't make people. Were, I was watching like the the highlights, like the that NFL Instagram and the checkdown would post, and they were posting highlights of him like getting an eight yard run on third and ten, yeah, and getting you're like, stopped. You're like, okay. Was, okay, like what good what good does that do? I mean I mean he only completed like half his passes. Yeah, twenty two of forty three, two seventy six. Two of those were And he didn't run weird. 
He ran eight for forty six and a touchdown. I guess, I mean I guess that's good, but usually when he has these games where he's got low completion percentage, usually he's running for eighty yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I mean, their 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 running game overall was really running good. game was great. Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, and Lamar Jackson all averaged over five yeah. a carry. They had two hundred yards total, but I think there's something that remains to be seen here because if you remember, this is the second team that Lamar Jackson has played twice in his career. And he's never won. He hasn't won the second. I mean, obviously, it's a small sample size, but he's 0-2 against teams he's played twice, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Does this mean that they figured him out and they know how to stop him? Or is this just a bad game? I mean, the Chiefs are a good team. It's crazy how much he spread out. If you look right here, he he targeted... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, wow. ten. Eleven different receivers. Mm. Um, and nine of those had over ten yards. And none of them had over sixty. He's really spreading the ball out. Is that because he's running a you know, like a more vanilla offense and not trying to make deep throws to his number one? I mean I mean I think what we've seen from him throughout most of his career is those those slant routes, right? Yeah, he, that's what he's, he's been another to Hollywood Brown. He's another one. another safe quarterback. You know, as far as like making the the smart plays. I mean, well, actually, maybe not. I don't know. Like, he, I don't he, think he's he definitely safe. he definitely takes chances. But I mean, as far as like the high percentage of his offensive throws, they're slant routes. Right. Right. He's only going to go deep if a he really has to, or b he's got his man's got him by five steps. You know, like he's made some good throws this year, but they're low pressure. I mean, all the deep balls, they're like I think maybe one of them was a close was a close pass right. and you know we've all seen them because they're all over anyone's that has anything to do with the nfl's instagram uh i mean we'll see they're they haven't even faced the toughest stretch yet obviously the browns and the steelers may be easier games than we expected them yeah. to be but in the following weeks they go seahawks later in the season they go seahawks patriots texans rams that's going to be a true test of what lamar jackson and niners really made and of. bills like there's, yeah, you their schedule's yeah, you not that hard, them. but it's like there's going to be some sleeper games in here that the Ravens are going to lose, I think. Well, and I feel like we're going to find out the true test of what he is. Because looking at this team right here, if Lamar is what people say, this team should not lose more than five games. I think so. I mean, if, if you're putting if, him in the com- MVP conversation, yeah, then this team should not lose more than five They're 11, f- 11 and 5, for sure. If Lamar is three quarters as good as, let's see, who's another like. It's like Russell Wilson, like another mobile quarterback with, that's supposed to have a good arm. If he's mm-hmm. three quarters as good as Russell Wilson, if Russell Wilson had this team, he'd be twelve and four. Well, I don't know. It depends. I mean, if we're talking think, like if we're talking early on, Russell Wilson. If 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 Russell Wilson the this if sophomore Russell Wilson had this team, he'd probably be eleven and five. Yeah. No, I I agree. You know, I think so. I think. Well, I mean, we can we can go over to the the Seahawks game here. I think Russell Wilson's kind of started to take a step back and that yeah. could be lack of receivers to go to that could be not as good of a defense maybe not as good of a running game i don't really know what the situation is i but don't know but they lost to the saints without drew Brees. so yeah i mean th- his stats from a statistical perspective he looked good 32 of 50 406 yards two touchdowns but they were playing from behind for a lot of the game right like these 50 throws were out of necessity uh chris carson carried the ball 15 times for 50 53 yards three and a half a carry Tyler Lockett had a big game, 1154 and a touchdown. Yeah, that's a which good game. obviously, like, that's what you can expect from him. But and DK Metcalf is still producing. He yeah. only caught the ball twice, but he caught for 67 yards. Two. He lo- they love him on deep routes. I think, yeah, definitely. He's he's that's a crazy. good. But looking at the Saints side of the ball, Alvin Kamara was a horse. 
16 for 69 and a touchdown, plus nine receptions for 92 yards and another touchdown. Yeah, 161 total yards, two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara is the best fantasy running back right now. I just, yeah, well, Christian McCaffrey, I think you can make the argument. Uh, I'd rather have Kamara right now. Really? If if just, I had if I had McCaffrey, I'd trade him for Kamara. But right if now. you're going if you're going based off of like pure value, McCaffrey's going to catch more passes in the long run, especially in the yeah. PPR league. There's more value there. Yeah. And Kyle Allen, if he's playing as well as he is. That's going to open up the game for the Panthers. And you have more. you do have to keep Zeke in the conversation because he's going to have more hundred plus yard games than, yeah. than either of those guys. Well, definitely, but yeah. if, I mean, and that's that's something to think about if you're in a half PPR league. But I think PPR, yeah, it's full Kamara, it's Kamara and and McCaffrey are one and two, but I think you can make the case for either one. I mean, if Saquon hadn't gotten hurt, it'd be a totally different story. We'll yeah, talk I, about that. In yeah, a sec. yeah, we'll, we'll roll on to that one, but. Let's roll into that one right now. Should we roll into that one right now? Why not? Okay. What a game. Daniel Jones. You know, I obviously I'm not a Giants fan, but Daniel Jones looked really nice. Look, I mean, Danny Dimes, you know, we Danny we, Dimes. We know we know who he is. Four touchdowns, three two rushing and two passing. But yes, I just I don't know. He led the Giants in rushing yards with twenty eight. I'm I'm just a little hesitant. This here. is all him, dog. Okay, I'm just a little bit hesitant because if you look at this game, they're down 18 going into halftime, okay? And obviously that meant that, that Daniel Jones had to take more control over this offense, uh, you know, in the second half, which right. he did, and he played and well. He did. But first off, it's the Bucks and Mike Evans defense, had the game of his life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 190 no. yards and three touchdowns, and of course I played against him in fantasy. Yeah, it was me. I had Winston and, and Mike Evans oh. in the game. No, but, okay, the Bucks defense is a mixed bag, right? Daniel Jones obviously brought them back in the game, which is good. Matt Gay missed two. Yeah, he missed two extra points, which would have flipped the game already in their favor, as well as if he had made that 35-yard chip shot. I mean, this is a totally different story. So, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to, you know, say I understand. That yeah, they missed a game-winning field goal attempt. But even still, Daniel Jones did this without Saquon Barkley, and the rest of that offense is trash. That's, he, well, he doesn't he, – Evan Ingram's good. Sterling Shepard, too. Sterling, Both of them had 100-yard games. And Sterling, Sterling Shepard is good, but he's a slot guy. He doesn't have any true number one. And no Saquon is, you know, huge. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens without Saquon for a full game, for sure, against maybe, maybe tougher defenses. Because right now, I mean, it's a similar thing to what we've been seeing from other rookie quarterbacks. Like you said, you know, they play a vanilla offense. Or they, they play a vanilla offense and the defense doesn't really know what to expect. Because if you think about it, Daniel Jones was never a talented quarterback in college. I mean, he did all, he did all right, but he was never turning a lot of heads. And it seemed like the Giants only took him out of necessity, not necessarily. Yeah, but it's, they still picked him high for some reason. But I mean, I they didn't have to. I don't think that they – look, I, I'm not – I don't want to give the Giants too much credit because I don't think they expected him to be this talented and play this well. So I feel like there's something missing. Like I want to hold off. I want to like I want to. I'm hesitating on this Daniel Jones praise because I just, yeah. Just I mean, haven't it's seen not enough. a big enough sample size. For like sure. yeah, it's exciting, but we don't really know what we're gonna get. But that being said, speaking of the Giants' offense, I think Wayne Gallman is a go in fantasy. I think you need if he's yeah if, if he's still if he's there, available you got to you him need up. to get him because. Someone's gonna have to run the where ball. Do you, but where do you spend? Like, do you spend a number one, number one waiver pick? I don't think you do. I don't think he's worth it. I think so. Really? If you have Saquon, maybe. But if you're if you're okay at running back, you're losing a number one waiver. Well, priority. yeah. I spe- well, but think about it. What what other person on the waiver 
could have this type of value. Because you're going from a workhorse running back, a guy yeah, who's taking 90% of the carries. But you can also just hold that number one waiver spot and wait till next week when somebody else goes down. Because Saquon's not going to miss that much time. And what this is, is a bad offense. It's not like it's it's not like a situation like if if let's think of a running back that if Chris Carson were to go down mm-hmm. and Rashad Penny weren't hurt, yeah. Rashad Penny would be a huge ad. Oh, I, I think he. But, I, but like the only thing with that is I'm I'm assuming he's already on teams. Or if Zeke if Zeke goes down, Pollard is worth a number but one. He may he may already be on teams as well. Like this is what I'm saying is like Wayne, Wayne Gallman not owned. Wayne yeah. Gallman is not owned. Like that's why it's such a high value. Because think about it, you're saying, well, would you risk a number one waiver pick on him? Well, no. Yeah, if you need probably, him. Yeah, yes. you, if you need him. But think about it, all those other guys are probably going to be on teams already. Like, especially if you're getting into like 12 to 14 teams, yeah. like team leagues, there's it's slim pickings at running back. Like, I'm in a 14 team league right now, and yeah, I'm, tough. I have Melvin Gordon, so he's out. So I've got my starting running backs are like Justin Jackson uh, and who's the other one? Oh, and James Conner. So I guess in those type of situations, especially if you're weak on running back, you have to. Yes. But it's a good value, especially if he blows up and you sell high. Like that's there's that's also something to consider too, because who knows what kind of value you can get out of a guy like Wayne Gallman. Right. Because they're gonna have to run. Like obviously, like every team in the league is gonna need to run, and they can't just replace his production overnight. Moving on here, Dalvin Cook looks great for Minnesota. There, I don't know. There's not a ton to say about this game. Darren Waller is. Clearly the best receiver. A baller. Waller the baller. Waller the baller. Waller the baller. If you picked him up, props to you. I did in one league and another league. I woke up, went to pick him up, and then went, drove all the way over here and never picked him up. And now John has him. That's right. I've got, I mean, but also, think Kinda about hurt. this. Oh, also, buy low on Josh Jacobs right now. Maybe. I would. I, I think so. If, I think it's worth it. If the owners aren't too high on him. Because, I mean, I think he's going to get a lot of carries for this Raiders offense. I think there's something to be said, though, also about Derek Carr and his love for, for tight ends. Because last year, Jared Cook was yeah. a big value. He a does big love value. tight ends. And now he's making Darren Waller a star. Like, Good for him. Yeah. And he didn't play bad. No. He just I, doesn't have a defense. It's I mean, there's just so Dalvin many. Cook ran all over them. There's just 16 so for 110 in the touchdown. On. Yeah. All right. Moving on from that game. Lions. Here's one to talk about, John. Okay. Lions upset the Eagles. Um, Matt Stafford only threw for 201. It's not like it. Did you do that? What? They're, oh, they're after AB. That's how. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this Lions offense, if you go through just their offensive statistics, carry on Johnson. 20 carries for 36 yards. I'm, I'm saying, I told you. There's no, <laughs> there's little to no value on carry on Johnson. I don't, I wouldn't yeah. even, he's not even a buy I'm low. I'm glad I traded he's him. He's not even a buy low candidate. Like there's not even. Like you'd be like, he oh, had a you... touchdown though, so maybe sell him for something if you can. Okay, that's yeah, but that's ten points. Like, yeah, sell him for something if you can is what I'm saying. Oh, Marvin yeah, Jones Jr. 101 yards and a touchdown. But other than that, like this Lions offense, it the story of the game was this Lions defense. Mm. Always. Right? Yeah. If you look through their tackle sheet, it's insane. Like the amount of guys that had tackles in this game, they were flying all over the place. Um, and, and I mean, they kept it close the whole game. Um. Jamal Agnew with the 100-yard kickoff return, you know, doesn't hurt. I mean, it helps to not score when you don't have to score on offense. But what's where does this Eagles team sit? Are they? Are, I mean, are you still picking them to go to the playoffs? Would you bet on them going to the playoffs, Sean? I think so. I mean, the talent on offense is undeniable. Obviously, Carson Wentz is a top-10 quarterback, in my opinion, in the league right now. 
Miles Sanders is a high value guy. Yeah, is he a buy low candidate right now? He hasn't whoa, had a big whoa, game whoa. yet. He had two catches for seventy three yards last week. So oh, he, he made, did. He, he was a leading be, receiver for Philly. I, if anything, he's he's sell. No, he hasn't had enough production. Because I think I high. think Jordan I think Jordan Howard is still going to be the guy as far as running backs running backs go. But you look Nelson Aguilar is a sell. You high. look at the team like Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar's had a great couple of games. Obviously, he had that tough drop that he's still getting made fun of for uh, across all forms of social right. media. Zach Ertz, like they're struggling right now, but I don't think. I mean, it's three weeks out of the year. You know, realistically, uh, there's still a lot of, of games left to play. And the Eagles, let's look at their schedule. Okay, so obviously they've got a tough one against the Packers coming up on Thursday. Uh, and then they, they get a Jets, which is probably going to be an easy win. But it's kind of a mixed bag the rest of the way through. They're going to have to figure it out soon, or else all of a sudden they're going to find themselves at 3-6. and Because right. you know, they've got, they've got the, they're the gonna, Pac- they're gonna have Packers. To put That's it tough. They're, they'll probably beat the Jets. But then they go Vikings, Cowboys, Bills, Bears. Patriots, Seahawks. And how many of those can they really win? Let's I mean, go through those one at a time. Okay, one at a time. So Packers, on the road, I don't think they can win that game. No, they're losing that game. The Jets, they'll beat the Jets. Yeah. That doesn't even matter. Vikings, on the road, probably lose that one too. Uh, Yeah, that's 50-50. So now they're at Cowboy, one and two. Cowboys. Well, they're going to lose one of those and win one of those. So now they're at two and two. Split? Okay. Yeah, with those two. Uh, And then they've got the Cowboys on the road. I don't think they're beating the Cowboys on Sunday night. No, that's the. So how many is that? Four now. So they've played. Yeah, if they, yeah. I think they're two and two in those four. I don't think they're maybe. one and three. I don't know. I think they're pulling off There's one. There's a chance because these are these are these are all. They'll they'll be either the Cowboys or the Packers. They're all road games, and then they go on the road to play the Bills. Which I don't know. I mean, maybe at, by this point we're saying the Bills are a real contender. At, at best, if they perform at their best, they're three and two in that stretch, and that puts them at five hundred. At best. Yeah. The best they can do is be at five hundred after. Eight, eight games. Yeah, but that doesn't even that doesn't even talk about the next three where they go. They get the Bears at home, which they could probably win that game. Yeah, I think then they get that. the Patriots That's at home, a loss. and then the Seahawks at home. They're gonna lose to either the Seahawks or the Bears. So realistically, so realistically they're, they're looking, they're looking at, like at five six, and five. Yeah, five and five, six and six, whatever it is. I That's mean, gonna be tough to make the the playoffs when there's such a deep NFC West right now. But I think I think they well, I mean deep is relative. It's the Cowboys really is. No, it's the NFC East. Or, or oh, sorry, NFC. NFC, yeah, but I think they can run the table these last five weeks of the year. They get to Dolphins, Giants at home, Redskins on the road, Cowboys at home, and NFC North. NFC North's nasty. I think it's going to be a tough middle. They really need to find themselves because they're going to have to rip out. I, I think they're going to have to rip out four wins, five wins in a row, yeah, to be to make the playoffs. Yeah, because they're going to be middling, and people are going to really question. And the Cowboys are going to have a clinch on this division. They've already they're already two and zero division wise. And I don't see him slipping anytime soon. I don't. The only way the Eagles make the playoffs is a wild, wild card, card at this point. I mean, I that's this is really early to be saying that. I understand. Well, I I mean, I get that too. But just looking at this schedule, the Cowboys look really good, and the Eagles are already two games down. Yeah. And they go off. They go off on on one of like the toughest stretches. Yeah, it's it's harder than the Cowboys like in, stretch in the NFL right now. Yeah, like they get the Jets in the middle. Luckily, but that's seven. I could easily see them going like one and five. Yeah, one in six. There's a chance they could be out of the playoffs they before they even crumbled. Before they even win, you know, they, they have a chance to win out. Okay, well let's move on. Panthers won without Cam Newton. Kyler Murray again was unimpressive. Oh, I, I saw something uh, on on Twitter yesterday or something. You know that NFL, that old NFL sixty commercial 
where Cam Newton's talking to that little kid. Yeah, Kyle Allen's yeah, the little and, kid. Yeah, and Kyle Allen. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Allen, four guy. touchdowns. I mean, and McCaffrey, but, 24 carries for 153 and a touchdown. That's nasty. I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but it is it is the Cardinals. Yeah, it the is. The Cardinals got lit up by Lamar Jackson uh, last week, and yeah. I, I think their defense has a talent of making opposing quarterbacks look good. But this is what's surprising. Kyler Murray threw the ball 43 times for 173 yards. Yeah, usually when you throw 43 times, you at least get the 200 mark. Yeah. Also sacked eight times through two picks. I mean, But look, he did carry eight for 69. I, I But I, I think this is – it's still a problem that they've been having since the beginning. I think they've so focused on the skill position players – that they're neglecting the Absolutely. offensive line, they're neglecting the defense. They need to quit picking wide receivers. Yeah, they they got three wide receivers in the draft. Like that that still blows my mind, and that's something we've both said on the podcast since basically when he was drafted, is that right. you can't you can't get you a quarterback and expect him to fix all your problems. Like sure, going with the Colts, we did that. The Colts got <laughs> Andrew Luck. Well, I think they were going by the Russell Wilson metric. You know, what do you mean? As in, grab a a mobile young quarterback hopefully like focus on your defense next year and then let him fix your offense and don't even worry about the offense the problem is they're giving him receivers i don't i don't but not if they'd invested those receivers instead in defensive line or corners they'd probably be in a better spot right now or even if you throw some offensive linemen in there because they were one of the worst yeah. in the league and they, and didn't they spent get one they spent one draft pick yeah a six round pick on the yeah. on an offensive lineman which that can't happen i mean it doesn't make sense. You've seen it happen with so many teams. Like, you've seen Russell Wilson running for his life. Andrew Luck retired. Robert Griffin III was getting, like, was is now a backup quarterback for the Ravens. I think they'd be more successful if they'd invested in an offensive line, let, like, Ryan Tannehill or something lead this team for a year, and then took a quarterback. But they had, they still had Josh Rosen. They literally they still had Josh Rosen. They yeah. had a top 10 quarterback pick, which... I mean, he hasn't panned out, but he's still like an investment. Yeah, but you can't you can't fault him for that at all. No, like he's played on two of the worst teams in NFL history over the last <laughs> over two the last years. Couple of years, yeah. All right, moving on. Texans beat the Chargers. The Chargers do not look good, John. It was a little, that's a little bit concerning because the Colts only lost game to the Chargers, and they in well, overtime. but and the Colts could have easily won that game. That's true. I mean, there were a lot of chances to win. The Chargers like have like. I think I'd be more concerned if I'm a Chargers fan thinking my only win is a barely one against the Colts. They could have been – well, I mean, the Colts look good now. They look good, but not that good. Not better than the Chargers should have. I think – yeah, I think there's a really good chance the Chargers Don't could have the started playoffs. the year 0-3. Yeah. Okay, let's 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 Austin do a little – Austin Eckler did not play great. Keenan Allen had the game of his life. Is, is, it, is it a Melvin Gordon problem? No. What like what, what do you think the issue is here? I mean, because Austin Eckler's been playing phenomenally. He's a – you know, he's obviously – a dual threat back he's not he's, he's catching almost as many as many times as he's rushing but justin jackson i think they give him more carries would be just fine the problem and philip rivers isn't playing bad either the problem is that how many points have they given up they've given up a lot of points i i'm i'm i may have to disagree i think philip rivers is the problem you think Philip Rivers is the problem? Okay, think about it. In, in That's true. His, like, he couldn't beat the Lions last in week. In his career. 13-10. Like, in his career as a quarterback for the Chargers, he's had some of the best offensive weapons in history. Yeah, right? right now he's got he, two great running backs, Keenan he had, Allen. He had LaDainian Tomlinson and Darren Sproles together. They couldn't win a Super Bowl with that. They couldn't even go to the Super Bowl with that. Now they put together a young, fast defense 
a really talented offense. Yeah, I like their defense a lot. And they're still not winning games. At yeah. some point, you have to be like, hey, I don't, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe they they decide. It doesn't to, help that they lost Hunter Henry either. Well, oh, absolutely, but I don't think he's breaking like he's well, not they a maker never had player. Him, really. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, but they always have Antonio Gates on speed dial, so if they ever need <laughs> true, him, true, they true. can just give him a call. But. How much longer? I mean, look, Philip Rivers can fill up a stat sheet, no doubt about it. Yeah, he, I mean, he's always going to throw for three hundred or whatever. Yeah, I, do you maybe turn to Tyrod Taylor, change of pace? Absolutely not. No, you don't think no so. No chance. I mean, he led the Bills to the playoffs with the that Bills team. Philip Rivers should probably will and should be able to lead this team to the playoffs and be unsuccessful after that. Okay, so let's look at their next five weeks. They go Dolphins, that's a win. I would start literally every Chargers player you have on, in fantasy because he's going to win you a lot of games you there. You start Justin Jackson next week? I have, I have Justin Jackson. Are you I'm going to start Justin Jackson. <laughs> it's more of a necessity rather than yeah, you a, don't have a choice. choice. Because I've got, I've got um, let's see, what are I? Melvin Gordon out, and I think I have David Montgomery on. No, someone's on a bye. I don't know who's on a bye. Well, you'll here's the thing. You'll be able to, they'll be able to improve on to two and two on that. Yeah. And then who they have after that? So then they go Broncos at home. That's a win. That's a win. So Steelers two, at home. That's a four win. Four and two. Char- Titans on the road. I think they can beat the Titans. They're going to lose one of those games. So they're four and three. Okay. And then they go Bears, Packers, Raiders. Yeah, they'll win. So realistically. They'll win two of those. They're looking like six and four, five and five. In the eight, yeah. And in, in the AFC, that's that's going to do it, I think, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'll be fine. They'll be all right. Because, I mean, we thought the AFC North was going to be lethal. It's not really. Nope. I think the the bills i think there's a chance the bills fizzle out after starting hot maybe maybe so i don't think so all i'm like and what i mean by that is i'm saying that like the two wild card spots could easily be filled by a 10 and 6 and 9 and 7 team so there's going to be like five teams in the afc that are still going to be in contention absolutely. going into week 17 yeah absolutely cuz there's just not a lot of talent all the way around okay let's let's finish we got up two here two more games here and then we'll move on so steelers niners uh the niners once again pretending to be a good football team by taking a game-winning touchdown um, to Dante Pettis with a minute and 15 left from Jimmy Garoppolo. He played okay. He had I think threw two picks. Uh, Mozart played well, I thought. Um, James Conner continuing to disappoint. I don't know if it's a problem. I mean, it doesn't help to have Mason Rudolph at quarterback. And But Juju had only three catches. I mean, he turned him into 81 and a touchdown. But Mason Rudolph's not really spreading the ball around or opening anything up for James Conner. So... If you're a James, Con- you're a James Conner owner, right? I am a James Conner. Are you concerned? A little bit. I mean, this okay. This problem is is not just this it's week. It's not a defensive problem for well, Pittsburgh. It's an offensive problem. But it's it's not just this week because on the season right now he's got 97 rushing yards for a touchdown, averaging three a carry. Yeah, it's not good. So it's not like it's not like oh out of nowhere he's just suddenly been bad one week. Like he's not played well this season, right? In in general. And I don't know why, but someone forgot to tell the Steelers that they're still a talented offensive football team. Yeah, they should be. Even with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. 0-3 is, is crazy. I mean, okay, Mason Rudolph, obviously there's going to be growing But their pains. defense is good. They're, it's young and quick. They're, they're, there's going to be growing pains with him, and I think that was part of the problem in this game. Oh, and they fumbled, he fumbled the ball. James Conner fumbled the ball. Mason Rudolph fumbled the ball. I, w- I mean, I would say if you have Big Ben in this game healthy, they win, right? They're one and two. And, Absolutely. And we're like, oh, they could still, like, you know, they're still a playoff team. And they would have beat Seattle, too. They could be two and one with Big Ben. Yeah. Oh, abs- yeah. Mason Rudolph led the comeback against the Seahawks. Yeah. Almost won the game. Yeah. I think so Big Ben could have won that game. I, I think we, we got to pump the brakes here a little bit. But, I mean, looking at the bright side for Pittsburgh, Devin Bush looks phenomenal linebacker. Oh, yeah. Great. He's pick. had a ton of tackles. 
Tremaine Edmonds remains good. TJ Watt remains good. Uh, Jalen Hargrave, Minka Fitzpatrick played well in his, in his mm-hmm. Pittsburgh debut. I mean, you look at this is a deep defense. With There's a lot, a lot, a lot of talent. How did Juju get a tackle? Must have been off of a pick. Eh? Yeah, there's there's a lot, there's a lot of talent on this team, and obviously they there got is. a bad break losing Big Ben, and, and they're well coached. Yeah, they're they're well. Well, I, I think I don't know. I think they've been able to overcome a lot with talent, and not necessarily discipline, but there's a lot riding on this team. Like they need to get their act together fast because they don't have the luxury of tanking. Because the no, Dolphins, they're not. The Dolphins have their pick. The like Dolphins have their pick. They have to be good. Which is currently giving the Dolphins what the three and four yeah. as it stands right it's now. Crazy. So they they've got a lot. I'm telling you, the Dolphins have not made terrible moves. But, they're, they're like the New York. Mm, they're like the New York Knicks of the NFL. No, the 76ers. We don't know if the New York Knicks have panned out yet. The 76ers but, have definitely panned out. But they're in the exact same spot right now. The Knicks have a ton of picks, mm. and they're just going to tank. Yeah, no, but but I'm like what I'm saying. But is they've that, made smart trades with those picks. But it's also the Knicks, right? So it could also it's turn also out the to Dolphins, be a really Sean. bad. Well, no, I know. I'm, no, I'm they're not literally saying, the New York Knicks. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying the Dolphins are going to be good. Because here's the thing. We learned this with the Raiders giving away Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack. Oh, man. Sure, you can get a buttload of picks. What are you going to do with them? But it doesn't matter. Like A bird you can find... in the hand is worth two in the bush, John. That's that's what they say. That <laughs> I don't know what it means, but that's what they say. <laughs> that is what they say. All right, uh, L.A. barely beat—I mean, not barely beat. They beat Cleveland by, you know, a, a solid the one Browns, touchdown. The Browns had a chance to score. Like, first and goal on the four? That's crazy. Yeah, it was How close. you don't put that in? I would say Daniel the, Jones could score first and goal <laughs> oh, on the four. You just you just run it in, John. You yeah, run it right up the middle. Well, I, there was one play I saw on Twitter where Baker had a wide open uh, middle of the field. He could have done the exact same thing Daniel Jones did. Didn't do it. But I mean, that's the biggest storyline in this game to talk about is Baker Mayfield looks like a huge sophomore slump right now. You had oh, him yeah. picked as your MVP, and he's not going to be the MVP. Is he even like where do you rank him right now? I'd I mean, rather have Lamar Jackson right now. I mean, oh, I, I think so. As you far know what as I mean? Value, we wouldn't have thought that before the season started. I'd rather have Jameis Winston right now, and he hasn't even played well. The thing is, like, the Browns organization is is extremely like there's a lot of moving pieces. Yeah, it's right? not it's not it's, solid. It doesn't have a good a new, foundation. It's it's a new team. All the stars are new in its its surface, right? right? It's a it's a pretty girl with no personalities. Essentially, what? Dang, you really just did Browns, it to him. That's what the Browns team is right now. A pretty and girl with no personality. So I mean, that's not what we're looking for, John. Look, I'm I'm gonna be honest. The reason I didn't say Patrick Mahomes is because I didn't want to. You I mean, wanted to be a cool sports analyst. Well, John? I assumed I assumed you know voter fatigue and all that stuff would would play it's a part, but I don't think it'll matter. It's gonna be Patrick Mahomes, and I just didn't want I didn't want to say Patrick Mahomes, so I went unless, Baker Mayfield. But unless unless the Cowboys or Packers continue to perform, and then it'll be you know. If if for some reason the Chiefs weren't go- if the Chiefs did not do not have the best record in the league if their record is topped by Dallas or Green Bay or no yeah it would I would have to be Dallas or Green Bay mm-hmm. if if for some reason somehow and I don't think it's gonna happen but one of those teams topped the Chiefs record even if Aaron Rodgers had worse stats than Patrick Mahomes I think he would win MVP this year and here's the and thing and Dak Prescott it's it's gonna be I'm hard pressed to find a game that the the Chiefs are going to lose. Are going to lose. I yeah. think they'll lose to the Patriots on the road. I think the Bears will play them close. Yeah, but they could easily go fifteen and one. Dare I say sixteen and zero? I don't need to knock on wood because I don't mind if I jinx them at all. And and like you look at the Rams. The Rams they're going to lose some games here. Oh, they struggled. 
They, the they, Rams are not they, on that level. Yeah, they're they're not. And active. the Cowboys haven't played anybody, and the Packers have won close games. I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs and Pats are clearly. But that's the thing: is can Tom Brady win MVP? An MVP? He'd have to have he'd have to have two plus more wins on Patrick Mahomes to do it. It'd have to be like a fourteen and two versus a twelve and four. But their running game, I don't think you will because their running game is so diverse. Yeah. Right? Because you've got you've got Rex Burkhead, Sonny James Michelle. White, Sony Michelle. Yeah. Like those are three guys. Even Pat Devlin gets in on the action sometimes. Yeah. Like the reason why Patrick Mahomes is in that conversation is because they go big plays and he throws the touchdowns, right? Like they're hardly ever running in the ball. Right. But the Patriots, when they get inside the five, like they trust their offensive line, they trust the the running backs that they have. Like, I, I it almost hurts his case having running right. backs. Well, I mean, that's good. I mean that's a common thing. You did mention James Devlin. Um, um, Bill Belichick seemed pretty upset at the press conference after James Devlin was placed on IR. Did yeah, you that, see that? I I heard about it. I was like, like apparently that's a bigger deal than we think. Oh, I mean, and definitely. I mean, you know, like Bill Belichick is at that point in his in his career as, where a, he knows as a coach, what, where he like we've seen him do it again with like low value guys, yeah. what we think are low value guys, but turn into be. Uh, top I think level. Devlin was one of those guys. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure Joey would agree 100. <laughs> percent Joey, where you at? Yeah, yeah, Joey's not here right now. Joey's our sit-in uh, producer. S- well, let's call him our producer. No, we can't give him our that. our. Number, stats our numbers, numbers guy boy. our numbers, numbers boy numbers boy he's our numbers <laughs> boy when he's here in the he's apartment not. but he's not right now so he's really slacking we had to look up all this stuff ourselves we didn't have joey with us here hang on we got one more game here we're gonna recap it real yeah, fast what a disgusting game then we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna talk a little nba because we're a week little, away little nba teaser so bears redskins i thought it was over well first off i'm upset i lost in fantasy by one point because of the Bears defense. Well, I mean, I, I almost won because of did them. Did you have the Bears defense? I did. I had them in. And they and gave up too much? I lost by point, point six points. I don't know what else you want from them. One more sack? They only gave up 15 points. Don't allow two, don't allow two touchdowns? Don't allow Case Keenan to throw two touchdowns? They recovered two fumbles, John. Two, and, three, touch, three interceptions, one for touchdowns. And they had four touchdown. sacks. Four sacks, yeah. Yeah, what else do you want from them, John? I just, needed one, more, I just needed one more sack. That's really Yeah, but I really think you could have blamed literally anyone else on your team. Yeah, like you could have one more catch from somebody. Yeah, but they were the last ones to play, so obviously that's who I'm. Oh, so obviously it was their fault. Dang it, Bears! Uh, nah, Bears. The the Bears offense, I don't think they've solved the problem yet. But it looks okay. Taylor Gabriel caught three I mean, touchdowns. I think it was fine. Yeah, Taylor Gabriel is insane. And I think I think Washington's offense is fine. I think Case Keenum made uh, you know obviously three mis- three big mistakes throwing three picks, but that pass rush is so insane though. Yeah, like. I was watching the game yeah. and he had hardly any time. Like yeah. within two seconds. No, I thought he did well. I yeah. thought he did well considering. All things considered, they yeah. don't have a good offensive line. And, and they, they don't have a running game. People were calling for uh, Dwayne Haskins to go into the game. Yeah, but you really want that to be the first game no, of No, that's his not career, how you want to facing start. Facing the Dwayne best Haskins. defensive line in the league. I mean, I think I thought, it, I think it comes I thought later. they did the right thing. Anyway. I will say, though, in, in the final moments before we take a break here, the Redskins. Well, I got to ask you one thing before we take a break. Oh, okay. The Redskins were actually played good in the second half for the first time of, of the season yeah usually their first too, half it was too good well first all half, they got to so. do is put them together john look you got yes you got to take the you got to take the good with the bad always find positivity somewhere okay what what do you what do you got for me uh, i'm gonna ask you your lock of the week and upset of the week for next week oh lock of the week and upset of the week Let my me... lock of the week is going to be hmm 
Oh, I know what my lock is. It's the Chargers. The Chargers over minus the Dolphins. Six, minus 16 and That's a half. pretty easy. No, I said it first. You have to come up with another one. Oh, boy. Um, the, I'll take the... Actually, before you say that, there's only two teams I'll, that have... I'll take the Chiefs over the Lions. There's only two teams that are 0-3 against the spread this year, and that's the Eagles and the Dolphins. I saw it on Twitter today. Well, the Eagles so have played terrible. I don't mind. I don't mind riding the Dolphins the rest of the way throughout the season. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs as my lock. Okay, what Even are the, though are the, the Chiefs? What are they at? The Chiefs are playing the Lions. But what's their what's the what's the line? Six. Oh, it's six. Oh, yeah, they can. Win. Yeah, so I'm taking that one, and my upset of the week. I mean, this isn't really an upset. Wow, Dallas by two and I'm a half going, is not bad either. I'm I'm going Jags over Broncos. I mean, the the that's how, not an upset. No, but the Broncos they literally are have a better record. You can't call that an upset. Oh. Oh yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Jags on those points. Yeah, easy. The Jags are the Broncos are favored by three to win right but now. But I'm not going to call that an upset though. But I mean, a, it would would Vikings and Bears to, who's the upset there? According to the spread, Vikings yeah. or Bears? That's a I, close I, game. Who are you picking in that game? Uh, I'm going to go Bears. No, I don't think I'm not sold on the Bears yet. Even I'm not sold on the Bears either, guys. Like they're they're my Super Bowl. Well, but that Bears defense, like okay, here's my upset of the week. Huge upset. Okay, the Bucks are beating the Rams this week. No, I, I already sat Jameis Winston. I know what's coming. Watch out. That's it's ridiculous. I, I Okay, no, I take that back. I will pick the Bears over the Vikings because that defense is going to do enough problems. That and Kirk Cousins give, is not that good. Yeah. If you force – the only way to beat the Vikings is to force Kirk Cousins to throw the ball. Minnesota is the 52% betting favorite. All right. Well, let's take a break and then come back with a little tiny NBA teaser. Just a smidge. You like that ad read? Yeah, I wasn't really, I didn't really hear it. You just kind of, we just, you said, let's take a break. And, and now we're back already. It's kind of quick. No, trust me. I'll, f- I'll fix it in post. Okay. You just say you liked it. Just oh, say John, you. that was, wow, John, what a good ad read. I, I sure love insert product here. Yeah. What product are we doing today? That was Anchor. Anchor. Our, our oh go-tos. boy, Anchor. That's where you got to go for your podcast. Lucky you, Anchor. You got two reads today. Wow, a little bonus. Maybe they'll send me something on the side. They, a little they bit definitely extra. are not going to do that. I don't think so, no. Okay, NBA season is close. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Don't worry. We, we Could it be closer? Have, yeah. Well, it is right now, technically. It's always closer. So, yeah, it is. So uh, so we are going to have an episode where we give you a full oh yeah, a full preview, a recap, whatever, of what happened in the offseason. But we got to talk because there's a lot of information going on. All right, right I've got I've, – I've, okay, we're just going to go through these let's rapid trade, fire. Let's just trade stories. We'll go okay. back and forth. The Heat are still interested in Chris Paul trade. As the season approaches, uh, X or why? F? X, X to doubt or F to respect? I, I mean, I don't doubt it, but I don't respect it. Uh, uh, can so we, like can s- we get a space bar? Can we get yeah space? We'll do space bar because yeah, you're just like, I don't doubt that they are, but I you don't, do you think that trade goes through X or F? F, I think it will. I think if they, I, I would say F because I think if they're willing, yeah. like if they really want to, they've got the, the Thunder pieces. are not going to hold on to him forever because no. it's a thirty-five million they? dollar contract. Yeah, why would they? You already have Shea Gilgis that you got in the offseason. Yeah. Like, there's nothing tying you to Chris Paul right now except for maybe just trying to squeeze out maybe another second-round pick from the Heat. Right. Okay, here's here's one. So an NBA exec said that if LaMelo Ball continues to play he's a the way he is pick. right now, he's number one pick. No way. X or F. X. You think? I doubt that. Yeah. X for doubt. I don't. I, I mean, he just that does he's, – he's such an unconventional play style, and he hasn't played in a, like, legit league. He's a hit or miss guy, but from what like just obviously it's kind of hard because you know Australian games aren't easy to come by. You know they're not easy to watch, but just from the highlight reels we've seen, he's definitely a hit or miss guy. And you put him like you give the right team the number one pick, 
I think they'll make it. I'll take they'll take a shot at him because I'll say right now, in my opinion, Lamelo Ball is gonna have a better career than Lonzo. Wow. Simply because he's right a better now. scorer. He is a better scorer, a lot better scorer, but he's not the defender that Lonzo is. Lonzo's such a but, good defender. But scoring always takes precedent. precedent. Yeah, that's what people in care about. League, I guess. If you're good enough at offense, you don't have to worry about defense. Yeah, we every know, we know that to every be true. superstar in the NBA has well, no, with the exception of Kawhi and, and Kawhi, Paul LeBron, and Giannis, and Paul George. Okay, yes. So, in some cases, with enough and KD. offenses, yeah, with with Those enough the offense, best the best. you can override defense. Basically, if you're a guard. Yeah, if you're a guard, you don't have to play defense. I mean, mm-hmm. what, who's the best? Who's the best defensive guard in the league? Chris Paul, Pat Beverly. Uh, no, I'm talking about like who's the best guard in the league that's also good at defense. Oh, uh, Chris Paul. Yeah, I feel like it has to be Chris Paul. Russell Westbrook, he's like average. Mm, I don't know. I I really don't know. Okay, what do you got? What's what's your what's your um, story? Kevin Durant might return this season. I well, X, I, I mean X because the Nets aren't even expecting him to come back. Right, I know. They want there's him. reports that he's going to, and I don't believe it. Spencer Dinwiddie says Kevin Durant is the best player in the world. Well, not right now, Spencer yeah, Dinwiddie. Yeah, it's kind of hard with one leg, really, to do much. And Frank Kilikina says that the Knicks will surprise the entire NBA. Would it be a surprise to you if the Knicks didn't win a single game? Yeah, I, maybe we're surprised. Maybe that's, we're surprised how bad they like yeah. actual NBA players can be. Yeah, like how poor of like, an organization Like, wow, maybe can I can really make the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, you maybe know? they'll surprise us. That's in, how surprise. We'll maybe be. they'll surprise us in like maybe maybe. But maybe you know, what would really surprise the, me if the, I got an email from the Knicks saying, "Hey, we'd like you to try out." That yeah, no, that's me. that's what I'm saying. Like maybe they do something unconventional that it, we are surprised by. Like, like they're not, he's not even talking about like on the court. It's just kind of like that cryptic <laughs> wordplay. <laughs> like they're gonna like like they're gonna like get a whole new branding. Yeah, or like like just uh, trash cans like Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, like it, or or you know they endorse a presidential candidate. You know, like, yeah, that, that would, would surprise that, that people. Would surprise me. Like, the Knicks as Maybe Frank Killikin is going to run for Prime Minister of France. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't, yeah. See, maybe they run for, that. yeah, maybe, maybe they run for each of them office. runs for public office in the countries that they're from, and then they rule the world. Wow. That would, that, that would, that would surprise, surprise me. That would surprise me. Okay, here we go. Uh, Andre Godala to stay away as Grizz, Grizzlies look for trade. Yeah, Andre he's not Go- going to training camp. Andre Godala, where, where's he going? Where, where do you where do you think? I say Rockets. I think he'll go. To I Rockets. think Rockets makes a lot of sense. I could also see him going to like a team like I mean we just talked about the Heat, but a team like the Heat that's like just trying to build their pieces up. But right, right, because right now Andre Iguodala still has value. What about the Lakers? They don't have space. There's no way. Because think about it. You, the cap space. The, yeah, the only guys that you the only way it would work is in a buyout. And yeah. right now the there Grizzlies, might be a buyout. But I, I yeah, but right now the Grizzlies I think believe there's too much value in Iguodala. Yeah. To trade him, but obviously, as we get closer into training camp, and if he doesn't show up, yeah. that value is going to decrease. Absolutely. So you just need to take what you can get right now, because it's. I mean, switching sports, it's a Melvin Gordon situation. The yeah. sooner you start, the better. But the closer you get to the season, the more his value decreases. Because uh, he's not as. I I think I think they buy him out. I think they have to. All right, who's going to be the worst team in the NBA, John? The Tell worst me. team in the NBA. That's kind of tough. Uh, you know, what? I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cleveland. You think it's they're gonna be worse than the Knicks? Well, think about it. It's okay. It's kind of dumb. Okay, you're a team that has needs at every single position, and in two straight drafts, your top picks are point guards. Yeah, like ball dominant point guards. Darius Garland and Colin Sexton both need the ball, and Colin Sexton, like maybe they're looking to trade him because I mean, you remember last year? I love Colin Sexton. Teammates. Though. Teammates didn't like him. I know. He wasn't a, I mean, he's not a point guard, really. If you think about it, he's not a ball distributor. He's a slasher. No, yeah. He's 
He's like De'Aaron Fox without the passing. So maybe they expect, maybe they expect uh, Darius Garland to be that guy, but they have too many holes. Like even the Knicks were able to fill some positions. Like I really like Julius Randle. I think he's he's a great value pick for them. Yeah. So I think they're not going to be the worst. And I, I don't think the Knicks will be the worst team in the league. And I think Cavs is a good pick. And every team has youth. Like, every team at the bottom here has youth and is building up. Like, the Suns, they just found a point guard. Yeah, the Ricky Sun, Rubio. Ricky Rubio was such a good addition. And at, Kelly Oubre. Yeah, and, and the Knicks, they've got youth. They're growing. The Bulls are growing. The Hawks are growing. New Orleans is could surprise people. Go eight seed. Have maybe. you heard that uh, Bradley Beal, the Clippers were interested in Bradley Beal for a little while? Yeah, I did. Well, because they wanted to pair... Kawhi yeah. with somebody, I would I I like that. I mean, that'd be really interesting. That's well, that, that'd be a three headed monster. Oh, I think so, definitely. Okay. Anyway, well, that was our little quick. There's turn your little on the rundown. NBA. If you if you like that, come, yep. just come back. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot Please. more about the NBA. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, you look at it right now. We just hit an hour on the show. Oh boy. What once are we, we going to do when there's once, two yeah, sports Once we going, hit into NFL You're NBA, just not going to get to hear about those trashy NFL games. So yeah, probably of, not. We're just going to have to skip past and talk about the only We're just not going to talk about the Cowboys Dolphins. Yeah, because I don't, we got to keep it under an hour. Well, about an hour. Speaking of which. Yep. So that's our cue. <laughs> well, that's all we got. All right, guys. Well, we're just about out of time. I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for giving up a portion of your day to listen to me talk about sports if you like what you heard, feel free to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, let us know how we can do, do better. If you have an idea for new segments, new things you want to see, feel free to reach out to us. We love hearing from you. You can follow us on Instagram at knockonlivepod.com, also on Twitter at podcastngl, or check us out on our website, www.knockonlivepod.com, where we post weekly blogs about all things sports. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.